All right, welcome to Youth Influential Live podcast. It's exciting to be here today. Thank you for tuning in once again, and we hope to bring you a challenging live podcast on different topics that we encourage young people and adults about. The name of our ministry, Youth Fluential, which is Influencing Youth for Christ. And we, that's our goal is Influencing Youth for Christ. That's why it's called Youth Fluential. And our live podcast is going to be investigating different topics on how young people can learn to grow, to glorify the Lord, and grow in their life. So today's topic is going to be, does Christianity differ from other world religions? you got a big essay, probably not going to get through all of it. But does Christianity differ from other world religions? I got my... One of the books that we were investigating and think and reading about is Know Why You Believe by Paul Little. So if you want to look up a good book, Know Why You Believe by Paul Little. And uh, he's going to show a couple different things. But if we had to um, look at this lesson in a real fast summary nutshell, number one, is, you, is Christianity unique? Okay. That's a good question. Number two, the crux of the message. We're, we're going to look at the bottom line. And uh, the bottom line, real simple, is there's only two religions in this world, do religion and done religion. Number three, is sincerity enough? A lot of people have good sincerity. Is the golden rule enough? A lot of people have the golden rule and they practice it. What is basic Christianity? We're going to look at major religions, three major religions, plus other smaller religions. And who is God? That's an important thing to ask. And then there are certain religions that are close. The Hebrew religion, the Jewish religion is close. Uh, but only Jesus Christ claims deity. And he's the only way to God. Why is this title important? Well, this is an apologetic idea. An apologetic, apologetics means defending the faith. Well, but apologetics is real simple, just defending the faith. Mm -hmm. Defending the faith and why we should defend the faith, how we should defend the faith, what that looks like in defending the faith. And is Christianity true? And one of the first points to prove that Christianity is true is, is Christianity unique? But here's the thing. Why should we learn apologetics? Why should we learn that? Well, not only is it healthy for believers, but the foreign world has come into our backyard. And our country, and it's not unlike other Western European countries, Germany, France, United Kingdom, other smaller countries around them, and the United States, Canada, we're being flooded with outside people coming into our countries. We're being flooded by, uh, so we're being flooded by uh, so many different races and nationalities and religions, which really on a scale is unprecedented in history. So let's think about how many, here, here's a stat, over 563,000 students and postdoctoral scholars from over 212 countries of the world came to the United States in the year to study in more than 2,428 colleges and universities 
in every one of the 50 states. So we got every kind of religion, every kind of nationality coming here to learn, to study. And we got diplomats, we got business people, and we got tourists that come to America every year. So these people are finding our ways into our neighborhoods. They're finding our ways into our PTA associations. They're finding our ways into different service clubs. And obviously, they're finding our, their way into uh, churches. Uh, so we need to be prepared to be able to communicate to these kinds of people. They are sincere, educated, and intelligent. And they're interested in learning about Christianity. And we can learn from them. So the first point we want to communicate is Christianity unique. And um, I like to say, yeah, Christianity is absolutely unique. In fact, there's no religion in this whole entire world uh, that compares to Christianity. It's not, oh, all religions have the same common denominator and all religions have the same focus and schematic way of developing you know, their religion. No, Christianity is absolutely different than other religions. And... Uh, to be able to prove that, you need to understand what other religions have. Other religions have one common denominator. I don't care what religion it is. We're going to talk about this point a little bit more. Every religion, Hinduism, Islam, Buddhism, Tribalism, Confucianism, New Age movement, Asian ideas of uh, you know, religion, they all have one common denominator. And even false Christianity has this common denominator. Man has to do something to get to God. Hinduism, you got to believe in, you know, one million gods. And the power is going to come from within you. And if you don't get it right, and you don't make it to nirvana, you're coming back. That's reincarnation. Buddhism, if you don't step on bugs, and if you're kind to everybody, and don't eat the cows, and that's in Hinduism also, and you never know who could be your relative, so be nice to all the butterflies and ants and animals in this world, because they could be a distant relative that had to come back. And if you live a good life, then you're going to make nirvana. And if you don't live a good life, then you come back in reincarnation. Hinduism and Buddhism, very similar. Islamism, you have to do something to appease the God of Islam. Yes, it's very similar to Christianity and the monolithic one God. But, you know, Allah is a God that is very particular and ubiquitous. And you never quite know how he's feeling today. And in his sovereign control could let bad things happen to you. And... You know, Allah is a God that we have to pray seven times a day toward the east to make sure that we're doing the best we can to be in the right, stating, uh, right standing with Allah. Now, I have a lot of Muslim friends. And they're very dear friends and very sweet. Some know their religion, some don't know religion. This podcast is not about putting down anybody's religion. This podcast is about showing the difference between Christianity and other religions. But uh, tribalism, 
if you uh, go to the witch doctor and you pay the dues and you bury the skull underneath the ground and eat the certain leaf, you're going to find your satisfaction. Um, all New Age uh, religions in Asia are ideas that require us to look within ourselves, to find the power within ourselves, and they all fall down and come to a point of reaching that perfect state of nirvana. And if they can't reach nirvana, they come back and try again. There is not a single religion in this world, minus uh, Judaism, that doesn't have, you have to do something. And a wrong understanding of Judaism is you have to do something also. You have to follow the temple and the law to be in right standing with God. And, and Abraham, in Genesis chapter 15, Abraham became a friend of God because he believed in God. True Judaism is about faith and grace, not, oh, I obey the law. So what am I saying? What's Christianity? Christianity is you can never reach God. You can't do something to reach God. You can't go to church to reach God, give him the offering plate, go to Sunday school, teach a class, help the poor, help the old lady across the street, cut your neighbor's lawn, take an offering, give money to the poor. These things are all good, healthy, and valid, and we need to do them. But none of them reach God. None of them. Because God says, no man can reach me. Because we have a sin problem. And that sin problem is the wall of sin that separates us from God and man. And so God says, you know what? You can't reach me. God's holy. I'm going to reach you. And so we're going to look at some tenets of the faith of how God reached us. And one of those tenets is that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross. He sent his son being born of the Virgin Mary. He sent his son from a proven historical genealogical fact that Mary never had any relationships with man. And because of that, Jesus Christ was conceived in Mary from the power of the Holy Spirit and was born a perfect sinless man and who was the man God. And you, you would say, well, Tony, how do you know that? Because the resurrection of Jesus Christ proves that Jesus Christ was perfect and sinless and born of the virgin. So I took a good five, ten minutes there. Colin's wondering when he's going to jump no, in. No, you're, and, you're doing uh, good. You're doing good. And, uh, but really, let's look at the crux of the message. Yeah. So, um, Colin, we're going to keep this as our outline. But mm -hmm. the crux of the message is that it's impossible to be theologically inclusive. You know, the Muslim and the Buddhist and the maybe false Christianity, you know, maybe works salvation, maybe works Christianity, they all have this voice of saying, we are on our way to heaven. But if you uh, dedicate your mind to truth, then you would have to be open to what the truth is 
And the truth is, there can only truth. There's only one truth. There's only one truth. Yeah, I'm only one. Yeah. You know, bigoted, closing their thinking, or worse, Christians think they are better than mm. anyone else. <laughs> Sounds as if Christians have their own private bigots club, like a fraternity with a racial segregation clause. It does. Yeah. And and in our in, in the spirit of today, yeah, it's common to hear statements yeah. like, "Let mm. everyone just believe in God." Yeah. Or why bring Jesus? Christ into it. Yeah. Or agree on God and that's enough. Mm-hmm. But Christianity, uh, but can Christian can true Christianity blend in with other religions? Is that possible? I would have to say no. It is impossible for true Christianity to blend with other religions. Mm. So it's impossible to be uh, theologically inclusive. You can't be theologically inclusive. If you've read the Bible, if you've read anything about the Bible, let's just, here, here's, here's a couple Bible verses. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. The Bible says salvation is found in no one else. Nobody. Mm. And, and the Bible is the main book of Christianity. The Apostle John said, No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known, John 1.18, and Jesus said in John chapter 4, 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except but, by me. Mm-hmm. You see, the Bible actually says there is only one true religion. And if we can't take Christianity and say, yeah, and all the gods of this world can come to a Christian church and be one. It's imp- it's directly impossible, according to the Word of God. World. World's religion. Number one, his incarnation. He was born of the virgin. See, that proved he is God. But you would say, Tony, how do you know? Were you there? This is how I know. It is historically secular proven that Jesus Christ rose again from the grave. And because he rose again from the grave, from the dead, that proved that he was not only sinless, but that he was sent from God. Only Muhammad didn't rise from the from the dead. Ma, uh, Buddha didn't rise from the dead. None of these people who instituted these great world religions, they all died. None of them rose again from the grave. Only Jesus Christ rose again from the dead. The resurrection authenticates mm-hmm. the incarnation. So the uniqueness, incarnation, the death. You see, God allowed his son to be dead. You think man killed Jesus Christ? He gave up his life. Jesus said, no man takes my life. I lay it down willingly. He could have called a legion of angels. Nobody would. Science. 
with truth isn't always true. So why do I tell you that truth story? Here you go, Calm. You see these signs, you know, love is love, hate is hate, you know, and water is life. Yeah. I believe in science. I put a sign out from my house. I figured, I don't want to be left out. I stick a sign out there. You know what my sign says? This house will serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I figured if everybody's gotten signs out, I'll throw one. This house will serve the Lord. In fact, I got the sign right up here. Right up here. I'll show it to you. This is the scripture verse that I use. As for me and my house, we will serve the, the Lord. Lord. So Here's a summary of the three religions. Buddhism, Hinduism, and Islamism. Page 20. Views of these gods is, number one, Buddhism exists essentially as agnostic regarding the existence and character of God. It's a very spiritual thing. Hinduism basically is pantheistic. Many, many gods. God is in everything. Mm -hmm. It's a polytheistic reporting 330 million gods. And the nice thing about, um, well, I don't know about the nice thing, but the one thing about Hinduism, they even include Jesus Christ as God. Right. As one of their 330 million. Islam is monotheistic, like Christianity, but rejects Jesus Christ as the incarnation of God. And the Jewish God is close. The Jewish concept of God is closest of all to the Christian. However, with closer examination, it shows that the majority of the Jews do not admit their God who is the father of the Lord Jesus Christ. And many Jews today are atheistic. So, it's quite obvious that Jewish leaders were not sincere seekers. If people are seeking the true God, their sincerity will be evident in their efforts re rewarded. Jesus Christ is the only God person who claims deity. Of all the great religions, religious leaders of the world, Christ alone claims Christi, uh, deity. Mm -hmm. See, Muhammad, Buddha, or Confucius, they're all individuals. Their followers emphasize their teachings, and, but none of them are claiming to be deity. Appreciate you guys checking in. Thank you. God bless you. Talk to you soon.